0: Hello listeners, welcome to Fumbling and Mumbling with Delta Deltafass, Episode 2. Episode 1 was mainly character and world development, so some of you may have skipped ahead to get to the story. If that's the case, then here is a quick recap of things. We are playing Dungeon World, which is an improv-heavy fantasy role-playing game. I am Ben, the Games Master. Fiona is playing the role of Merith, Elven Ranger. Stephen is playing the role of Emery Dunwick, human magic user slash necromancer. And Matthew is playing the role of Ruidor the Druidor, an elven druid from the Sapphire Isles. Delphacia is a world of myth and magic. The most significant place, for purposes of our adventures, is the nation simply known as the Empire. The Empire is currently ruled over by a regent. Her husband died under strange circumstances, but she seems to be doing a good job until her son comes of age. Tempest Peaks along the eastern border of the empire is home to a series of remote settlements. They have some unusual practices, and for the most part don't really consider themselves a part of the empire. This is where Emery Dunwick comes from. Off the southern coast, a mysterious tropical archipelago known as the Sapphire Isles is populated by a community of elves. In centuries long since past, a disagreement with the Emerald Elves of the Great Forest led to them splitting off into their own civilization. This is the home of Ruidor. And talking of the Great Forest, it lies to the northwest of the empire. Isolated by both geography and xenophobia, the only way to get to the Great Forest is to pass through one of their colonies. Merith hails from one such colony, the Woods of Sharp Teeth. Over the last few months, there have been a series of earthquakes throughout the land, which have unearthed ancient ruins from times long forgotten. Our heroes find themselves on the way to the town of Tubbridge, camping just a short distance from one such set of ruins. Okay, so you're about a day outside of town, and you're just setting up for what should be your last camp, sort of just off the trail. Who is who, who's currently on watch? It oh. is approaching evening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think it's got to be Emery because that's the sort of easy watch. Where so, you know,
0: so maybe you're sort of on the the first watch, and you're also taking this time yeah. to sort of finish preparing your spells. I
2: noticed there was a, t- a, a take watch thing, which unfortunately uses wisdom, one of my lower stats. So, it's probably better awesome. to an easy so,
0: one. Well, so, <laughs> so you're taking watch. What 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 have you rolled, Steve? Four. Is that including your wisdom bonus? I don't have a wisdom bonus. Okay. So on a four, em- Emery is obviously very busy reading his spellbook, trying to repair his I'm Meditating. He's, he's actually he, he's decided that for his watch, he's going to close his eyes and meditate, humming
3: quietly to himself. Clearly, Emery is not suited for life in the wilderness. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> don't I mean, yes, they've already ticked off their thing.
1: Presumably, in order to tick it off, we have to make you understand. Yeah, of all
0: just give up on it because it's too. Yeah, give up, or we, we
1: actually yeah, awesome. think we're giving up.
0: So, the first thing you guys hear, you're awoken when <clears throat> you hear Emery crying out loud as he's attacked by a small, furry, humanoid creature. Um, it's quite dark, you've got like, a, you're sort of maintaining a low campfire, so it's, it's mostly shadowy, but it, it appears to be some small, furry, humanoid creature. If not for the fur, you'd possibly think it was a goblin or something, but you aren't quite sure what it is. So, you are not prepared. Uh, you do not have your weapons ready. The personal watch did not alert you <laughs> to this approach. So, Steve, you basically cry out as this uh, shape uh. is jumping upon you. <laughs> you. You don't know what you don't know what it is or what it's doing. It's just it, it's lunging at you.
2: I shall lunge back the other way, away from it. So you're then I shall the try and scramble to the other side of the campfire to get the fire and up. and yell, "Oh, uh, uh, wake up, everyone!"
0: Uh, okay, I'm going to say you are trying to defy danger using your agility. in this case. Eight. Okay, so you've successfully got to the other side of the fire. The problem is, because you weren't prepared, you basically scrambled across the fire. You've managed to cry out. You've woken your companions up. Unfortunately, the uh, the, the, the cuff of one of your sleeves has caught a flame. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. wouldn't happen so- in civilized climes. You're sort of frantically trying to pack that out, and you two have woken up. It, it's still dark, but you can even you can see certainly there's one shape now illuminated by the fire. It's quite close. Emery is there <clears throat> flailing. You, you, you think maybe he's casting some sort of fireball spell or something, but a moment later you realize actually his clothing is on fire. It's a small drink. The it's shape funny. is, it, it's only about four foot tall maybe? It's quite, it's quite <clears throat> small. It, it's human shaped, and its face is quite sort of rat-like in appearance.
3: Is this a rat of unusual size? Well, it's it's more a rat of unusual shape because it's
0: humanoid. It's wielding a crude hatchet. It just sort of thumped it down on the ground, but from what you can see, it looks like Emery made it out of the way, albeit he caught himself on fire. Merith, what are you going to do?
1: Am I close enough to the fire to grab a burning stick?
0: Yes. You okay, work. I'm going to
1: grab that with my left hand and okay. see if I can find my sword with my right. I don't know how long these things take. No, that's
0: right. I mean, I... the way Dungeon World works is it's entirely narrative. There is no initiative. Right. Monsters take actions based on what you do. So if you fail a roll, something can happen. Or if you get a partial success, something can happen. Or if you're stood around and not doing anything, something can happen. It's not like it's now sure, the monster's sure. turn. The theme of the game is that it takes the form of conversation. You're, you're beating down this, this flame on your arm. You've grabbed, oh, yes. essentially, a burning torch, for lack of yeah. a better term, and you're fumbling about for your sword. Yeah. Ruidor, what do you do?
3: I will leap up and grab my staff, ready to fend this creature off.
0: Okay, you get to your feet, so you've, you've got your, your staff.
3: What does your staff look like? It's carved from the branch of the tree. It's a dark hardwood, kind of like mahogany or something. So it's, it's quite dark. It's got carved spiral designs on it, kind of nature inspired, and it's just basically a big stick. <laughs> awesome! So it's, it's like a
0: gnarled wooden staff rather than like a wizard staff with a crystal in it or anything like that. It's...
3: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's just purely wood. There's no, there's no crystal or anything like. It. It's, it's like a large quarter staff. Basically, it's going to be cool. kind of five foot, six foot long.
0: Okay, so you, you've um, sort of gotten to your feet. You've grabbed the staff. It's possibly aware that you're up but at the moment it's still going after Steve so it's circling around the fire towards uh, Emery and while Emery is somewhat distracted beating this fire out it lunges at him again
3: (laughs) well I'd like to try and fend this thing off
0: you're going to swing your staff at it you're going to use primal magic you've got sort of no I'm
3: going to use my staff and just try and kind of fend him off Emery and just kind of keep him at the distance not try and damage the guy
0: You're not actually trying to hurt him.
3: No, because I don't know what this creature is yet.
0: Sounds like you're probably trying to make a defend action. So you roll, plus your constitution. Oh,
3: okay. Ten.
0: Nice. So at a ten, you've succeeded. There's no downside to this. So the way defend works is you get three holds, which are basically, think of it, three tokens that you can spend. And the things you can potentially do with those tokens is you can redirect an attack to yourself. You can, half an attack's damage, you can open up oh, the
3: attack. I've, or, got the, I've got the thing
0: now, yeah. Okay, or you can deal damage, basically. And you are defending Emery. Because you were defending, it doesn't prevent you doing other things. Again, because it's a very narrative game, you can you could then attack something as long as you're near Emery. But if you say, oh, I'm going to wander off and do this, then inherently you've stopped defending him.
3: No, that makes sense. Yeah, well, basically I'm just fending this Vol creature off
0: but, but it's actively swinging at him, so what do you want to try and do?
3: Well, in that case, I want to deflect the blow from Emery, and, and if that means I have to take the damage.
0: Okay, so you've, you've spend one of your tokens. The way I envisage this is you've basically now gotten <clears throat> yourself between the creature and Emery, so it has to go through yes. you. As this hatchet is coming towards <clears throat> you, what do you do?
3: I will try and deflect the blow with my staff.
0: I think that is defying danger. Could be dexterity. It could be strength if you're trying to sort of, like, maybe disarm him or something like that. Or you're just trying to batter his weapon towards him. Yeah, sort of, like, hit the weapon away.
3: Well, I was actually just trying to deflect the blow. I'm not saying what I said now, so let's go with dexterity for the moment. Nine!
0: So you've successfully hit him away, or hit hit the blow away, and he sort of realises, actually, you appear to be vaguely competent. So he (laughs) now stands his ground holding his weapon in a bit more of a fighting stance. At the same time, you notice a, a couple shadowy figures oh. just on the perimeter of the fire lights.
3: Ah, well, it- I, I shall warn my companions that there are more of them. There be more of these creatures. Stand it- fast.
1: In which case, I will stop trying to find my sword and grab my bow.
0: Okay, you drop got the ember back into the fire. Instead of it, you told you grab your bow. And what are you going to do? You're going
1: to... I'll shoot at the, sort of, the nearest one beyond... So you're going to shoot at
0: one of the ones in the shadows. Yeah. Okay, that for you would be... Oh, I don't know actually, because you're a ranger, you've got some extra abilities. It it could be a cool shot.
1: I think I'm going to aim for the legs because I still don't know what these things are. Although they're clearly, uh, well, they're clearly aggressive.
0: Before you do this, I'm going to say because you're now up and paying a bit more attention to these two that are sort of in the background, make a discern realities roll, which is That's wisdom. Wisdom is it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so how does this work? Do I just roll two d6 and yep.
0: add your wisdom? 2D6. Oh, she rolled twelve. Oh
1: wow,
0: 12, thirteen. 13. You... Well. Under discern realities, there are a list of questions. Yes. They don't have to be explicitly just about these two. Effectively, you're now Uh, paying attention to your surroundings a bit more.
1: So I can ask you three questions? You can ask me three of those questions. Yeah. What should I be on the lookout for?
0: Given that at least two of them have appeared from the shadows, you think there's probably more. And actually, as you've gotten up, I'm going to say that you've heard noise coming from the other side. So it looks like possibly (laughs) some of their companions have circled around.
1: Okay. What here is not what it appears to be?
0: Ooh, (laughs) good question. Actually, very small people in masks. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the nearby town they're celebrating <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Children. <laughs> this one has come forward and attacked, but you get the impression that the others are holding back. They're not advancing; they seem to just be watching.
1: Okay, what here is useful or valuable to me?
0: The one that is closest, the one that is is currently engaged. He appears to be avoiding the fire. Mm-hmm. Now I will allow you to make your full shot.
1: Okay, so I'm going to shoot the. Uh...
2: Still the same one with the other one in the woods?
1: Mm, I think so. Is it the same again?
0: Roll and add. So you roll and you add your dexterity. I can't
1: see
0: what I rolled. Five, is that seven? Seven. The one they're aiming at, because you're quite a good shot, lets have the screech and uh, drops to the floor touching his leg. The one next to him runs over to him as though it's going to aid him in some fashion. Oh. Or possibly eat sort him. Of, sort of chitter back and forth a bit. Hmm. The one that has... In fact, actually, what what are you doing now, Emery? You've managed to beat out the fire. A little bit charred. It
2: has to be said, I'm slightly annoyed at this. I was just minding my own business, and these things have come out of nowhere. So I am going to try, although I me, it will not work out very well. I'm going to try a magic missile. Ah, the closest one.
0: So the one that Groudoir is yeah. standing off against. It seems fair.
2: Magic missile power uh, 11, 12, 13. What do your magic missiles look like? I'm curious. Basically, it's like a bolt. At the centre of the bolt it's actually black rather than white, okay. but it kind of shimmers into a pale thing around the edge. Black in the middle, but it seems to glow around it. It's very strange.
0: These guys wouldn't necessarily know. Maybe if you were with another wizard or another another magic user, mm-hmm. is that the usual form that magic missiles take, or is it because you, you're from a different background? I. It actually tends to be. Different for everyone. I mean, not necessarily everyone is,
2: is different, but um, it seems to be formed unconsciously. It doesn't seem necessarily to be a reflection of the person, or even necessarily the kind of magic they're using. There is a phenomenon that people who have been practicing magic for longer actually are able to alter the look of their spells themselves. Purely cosmetic. Yeah. But um,
0: at my level, it's just this happens to be how this it is uh, what casts. your default appearance is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, it flies towards him. If you roll for damage, we'll see. Take that, Vamint. That's a, uh, oh, bloody hell, <laughs> Eight. Well, that thing thunks into the creature's chest, and it actually kind of explodes. Ooh. The, the, the <laughs> entire creature, you've you sort of like blown a hole in its chest. It staggers back and falls to the floor. Oh, I'm not having a very good day! Merith the <clears throat> noises that you heard behind you, they let out loud, panicked, chittering, and then you hear a lot of rustling. The ones that you're looking at directly on that you've just shot, and the one that was tending to... He basically helps his companion to this the one that we've shot gets helped back to his feet and the two of them move to scary way. Have you just Ruidor, you...
2: <laughs> Possibly.
0: It's about time someone is. <laughs> Ruidor, what do you make of this this, this creature exploding <laughs> outwards in front of you? Well, I'm a bit
3: bit horrified of the gore. You've destroyed a piece of nature, it's not good.
0: Are these creatures of nature? You've never seen walking rodents before.
3: Everything is from nature. In Is fact, it... do I notice with this creature that has just exploded, do I sense any kind of spirit departing? Not that I necessarily would He doesn't I don't think that's something I can do, but I don't say that you
0: sort of necessarily sense spirits, but you would have possibly sensed if it was something unnatural or corrupt and, and you, nothing seems out of place any more so than any other small humanoid
3: creature exploding in front of you so were they all running off? That's what it seems like. Placid things. With their chittering, is it something that I could imitate and try and speak to them with? It's strange actually. It sounded almost
0: like an animal speaking, but you couldn't actually understand it. That they're not anymore, at least animals, in the same way that humans aren't animals, because that's how it works in fancy worlds.
3: <laughs> okay. They all gone.
0: Apart from the dead one, obviously. Probably isn't much was um, trying to uh, interrogate um, this uh, one um,
1: Get the dead one. Of well, is there anything left of it, or is it literally exploding? No, it's just
2: holding no. the chest, he said, isn't
1: it? We should have a look at it. And stuff.
2: And
1: see mm. it. Anyway, we need to have a little chat about having on watch works.
2: What? The attack Me your isn't it? Normally, right? you wake up
1: your know, fellow travellers before the attack.
2: That's what if you see the attack coming? They're obviously very good at sneaking around in the dimming light. That's why they took me by surprise.
1: So, can I have a look at this very feature? <laughs> what does it look like? I mean, does it look like really weird and misformed? Does it look. Odd but natural, like it's sort
0: of It doesn't seem to have any deformities. It does look like a bipedal humanoid thing, except that it's fiery and has a very rat like face. Hmm. For lack of a better term, it would be a rat man or a mouse man or a bowl man. Hmm. Hmm. And you say it was armed with a hatchet.
3: How well crafted is this hatchet?
0: It's fairly crude. It's it's effectively a piece of wood with a sharpened stone blade. Okay. Now that you're looking at it closely, the creature does have clothing on it, but it's fairly basic clothing, maybe leathers crafted into like a, a crude tunic. <clears throat>
1: hmm.
2: If these things are the uh, the raiding creatures, maybe part, one of the things they're raiding for is better weaponry. And they don't seem More to have food. Well, possibly that as well. But since they seem to have me on the menu, I don't have a great deal of uh, empathy with him on that particular thing.
1: Emery has no respect for nature, so I have no respect for him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. If someone tried trying to eat you, would you not defend yourself?
1: Yes, I shot one of them in the leg. Was that that one's
3: been helped off, hasn't it? The one I he sort shot. of
0: limped away, yeah. but you guys didn't. Meredith is woefully
2: dis- misinformed
0: about the world. Can I track the blood
3: trail from the shot one?
0: You could, but you have a ranger in your midst who you might be better than you it
1: Well, my suggestion would be that we wait until morning. Rather
0: than what if they're still out there? You don't know for certain, but they when you unleashed some sort of magical bolt of energy, they got terrified and ran away.
1: Well, I would suggest that we wait until morning and then see if we can find out where they came from. Although I think we can take a reasonable guess.
2: I think so. Yes, but I'd rather see them coming this time as well. It's dark, you see. I don't have what elven eyes, so I can't see in the dark. Can you see? Can any people see in the dark?
1: No.
0: And goes another story yeah? <laughs> Not even with your special cat eyes. No.
1: Just curious. I think. Um, maybe as a ranger, you know, I've got quite good vision, but I know I don't think we've got any like special <laughs> elven Zoom eyesight or anything like that.
2: <laughs> zoom in, enhance. <in. laughs> what do you think, Enroidor? What? About this whole waiting till morning thing. I'm inclined to go ahead with it, but, uh, to go along with it personally. You said
3: rather seating. Wait until for... morning. It might be sensible. Which someone better on watch.
1: I'll take watch. Oh.
0: Merith takes a more appropriate watch where she actually <laughs> watches. Uh, would you like to watch. roll Plus Wisdom?
1: Seven.
0: Okay. There is no sign of those creatures again. Uh, are you taking watch for the rest of the night, or are you going to...
1: Oh, okay. Ruidor,
3: Arthur. Okay. So, Ruidor,
0: a few hours before dawn, you are awoken. You're going to take a watch?
3: Yes, but what I'm going <laughs> to do when Merith has gone back to sleep, I'm going to transform into an owl, so I can see at night and I can hear quite well.
0: Awesome. Have these two previously seen you transform?
3: No. So
0: they just know that you're a, a nature-loving hermit? <laughs> yeah. So I will take
3: my watch in the form of an owl.
1: I think I've encountered a changing druid before.
3: Yeah, yeah. You don't know that he is, though. You just <laughs> know that he no, is... Uh... Uh,
1: it wouldn't be something that... No, you'd idea. be like, ah, he's
3: a, a, a magical
0: druid rather than a crazy um, druid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 in which case, well, Roel... Plus Wisdom. Well, actually, hang on. Let me have a look at how your thingy works again. I'll take a
3: negative to a stack, which in this case will be Strength. Okay. Uh, But then I can gain, I'm going to take the small and stealthy option.
0: Okay. I'll say that, you know, you're an owl, so yes, it makes sense that you can also see in the dark.
3: I have rolled a seven, which is not good.
0: No, seven's all right. Seven's fine. You maintain watch. You don't see anything. I assume just before you wake up your companions, you shift back into a human.
3: Yeah. Okay. Which basically means I have minus one to my next roll. You'll I got minus
0: one forward, so. Yeah. I mean, actually, Steve, you failed the roll, didn't you, earlier? You? Your watch roll. Yes. Oh, well, that was the, the downside, was the yeah. you gain experience. Oh, points. okay.
2: You gain experience when you fail rolls. I'm learning from my mistakes. At least <laughs> I, That's the idea,
0: anyway. <laughs> if I fail, but nothing was going to happen anyway, I wouldn't gain experience for it. If you roll six or less, something bad happens it doesn't have to be directly related for example if Matt had rolled six or less on his watch I don't think things would have come back but because you got a particularly bad roll I might have said something like I don't know Merrick wakes up and is like wonders where the hell you
2: are
0: because you're still an owl okay the idea is that it should be a failure but you shouldn't have nothing happen something okay. should happen as a result of a failure so generally if you roll six or less something bad should happen even if it wasn't particularly bad. okay
1: well I think it would be uh Time to track where these beasties
0: went. How does tracking work for a ranger? Well, I have time to a track, specific ability, don't which you? I
1: follow a trail of clues left behind by a passing creature. I roll wisdom. On a seven or more, I can follow the creature's trail. On a ten, I get like extra bits. I also, Inky has search, which I don't know. Ah, about okay. So what I before. would say
0: is I would allow you to use Inky to get a bonus. So I think on the bottom <laughs> left of your character sheet, it says some stuff. Yes,
1: it. it does. When I track, I add Inky's cunning to my yeah. roll. So yeah, I don't know what Inky's. C- oh, Inky's cunning is two. I see. Yeah. So you okay. will get your
0: your normal bonus, which <clears throat> is plus one, two. and you will also get plus two from Inky. Yep. That's cool. So you and Inky work together to track.
1: Okay, we are Inky going obviously to track same
0: the encounter.
1: Yay. But Inky is generally not combat. Okay, he's only got three legs. And he's <laughs> That's true. Risk. I'll use these guys. To these guys are to expendable, but yeah. Inky is not. Yeah. Okay, let's see if I can find this. It's six, 7, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12.
0: You find the trail, absolutely. What is the additional information? Yeah. Matter?
1: On the tenor, you can choose, well, yeah, I want to know what has caused the trail to change. Okay.
0: You follow them east-ish, it's not going to be that it's changed, but the trail suddenly it doesn't change significantly. It's still heading in the same direction, which appears to be where you think these ruins are, but the trail's gotten bigger. So two of them headed east, and then after a few hundred yards, another three joined up with them. Right, okay.
1: And we're still able to follow that And, and that trail, trail
0: then con- continues to the east. Now you have to decide, basically, whether you actually want to head east and go to the ruins, or whether you want to go north and to twobridge first, bridge.
1: I think we should go to Tubridge because they may have some more information about this. And also, <coughs> I don't know if, you know, we need some
0: local supplies tower, or yeah. anything. Yeah. I mean, you know roughly where the ruins are, based on what you are told at the adventurer's girls Guild. Or so it seems should, like the heading I there. Think we should
1: follow the trail to check whether it does go to the ruins. Okay,
0: that's right. You can, you, you can follow it based on your tracking role. You follow it far enough that you, you can determine that, yes, it has gone to ruins. Right. It's like what probably once upon a time was a hill has sort of collapsed slightly and it's unearthed an area which opens into... You, you would think it was a cave entrance, really, or something like that, except that it's very deliberately archway-shaped. Right, okay. And without getting too close, I assume you're not entering them, um, it does look like it's a deliberate flat wall, so it, it looks right. like a constructed entrance that has been long buried. especially yeah. um, we are here there now.
1: Is there <clears throat> any evidence... Do to determine
0: how old it is? Only if you want to go closer to it.
1: Are there any signs of an encampment around it?
0: The trail definitely leads into that opening. Couldn't you follow what remains of, like, footprints and broken twigs and things like that? But it looks like they've entered the building rather than just being outside it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I would definitely like to approach the entrance way and examine it.
0: we will. Hear them. Yeah. Well, Ruridol, would you like to discern realities?
3: <clears throat> okay, roll wisdom. Here we go. I can't I can't keep an eye open. I'm good at that.
0: Eleven. So you can ask me three of the discern realities questions.
3: Well, the first one is, what happened here recently, then?
0: I mean, it's partly based on what you've been told, but also you're able to tell from evidence of the surroundings. There has been an earthquake here, and large parts of this hill have clapped the way. One part of that unearthed this entryway, but it actually looks like quite a large section of hill has actually caved in. Okay, what
3: what here is not what it appears to
0: be? <clears throat> the entryway, once you get closer, you can see there's, there's definitely brickwork or stonework around it, so it's definitely a construction. Now that you're looking at it closer, you're you're not necessarily a fan of civilization, but you you, you know how buildings work. You you think this is actually not a doorway. You think it's a window. You realise that sort of near ground level, it's not actually a step. It's like a windowsill. It's easily big enough for any of you to walk into. Say like a six foot high arched window.
3: Okay. Um, And what should I be on the lookout for? (laughs)
0: Rat people Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's a fair answer With Merritt helping to point out the trail to you You know that there are at least five rat people have come in this way You suspect that there are probably a lot more In fact Certainly around this entrance specifically There is is signs of lots of people coming in and out It being used quite actively over the past few days
3: Oh god This is quite clearly a a place of much activity Many people have come and gone here Mm. And I'll point out the window thing as well
0: the rat things that we ran into were they wearing shoes or were they wearing were they barefoot? No, they were <laughs> certainly the one that you had a chance to look at yeah. properly was barefoot.
2: So you said there are signs of movement around here. Are they shoulder feet or are they clawed feet?
0: They're not human. <laughs> there are sort of scuffs at the beginning and end of each footprint that, or beginning of each footprint that um, could be a, that there is a, or a claw, claw or claw. Kind
2: of, yeah, okay. Yeah. So yes, it seems like yeah, this is a work of the Verl men. Well. I'm actually a uh, curious, so if you just, I'm going to wander up to this window and take a, a quick look, look through. Okay, dark inside.
1: Henry's career is cut off by a crossbow bolt.
2: <laughs> Henry will attempt to make some light. Ah, Emery is casting ah. his light spell. 11, 12, so how does your light like, spell work? What is it like? Um, what an, an item you to touch, actually, probably, it's my staff. I'm basically making you my
0: staff... You glows. It
2: glows uh, an arcane light, but it's bright as a torch. It gives off no heat or sound, requires no fuel, it's otherwise like a mundane torch. I can take control of the colour of the flame. The spell lasts as long as it is in your presence. The flame is a kind of pale blue. Pale blue. <clears throat> my, my staff, by the way, again, about six foot staff. It is shod with metal
0: at each end, and it is dyed black. Cool. So yours, yours is basically like a uh, black metal shod staff, obviously well-made, sturdy... Yeah.
1: It's
3: like a giant version of a traditional, uh traditional <laughs> Is it? <we're> like, <laughs> is that it is like...
0: Awesome. And Ruidor, yours is
3: more of like a traditional... Mine is more just like a, a knobbly branch that I have carved. It's still knobbly rather than smooth polished. Correct. Sorry,
0: you've carved yeah. your blue light.
2: The actual, the whole things. staff actually looks like it's on fire, although obviously it isn't actually flailing. So basically Absolutely. it the whole, the whole thing. It's not just like at the end of it or something. Yeah. What? Oh, <clears throat>
3: awesome. Like, Clearly uh, unnatural.
2: He says, it lasts as long as it is in my presence. Presuming I don't have to be it all the time, to has to be within a few feet to me, basically. Yeah,
3: that, that, that makes sense. <clears> cool. So, so cool. now he's lit up this
0: window, what can we see? You can tell now, because you've had a proper look around the window, that it is stonework, but it's a smallish round room, maybe a few metres across. <coughs> it's horribly overgrown. If, if you didn't know, and if it wasn't so perfectly round, you'd think it was a cave or something. You can't really <coughs> see the brickwork. It's under like layers of moss with roots protruding from it. Is it fabric? brick or stone? It's actually stonework, in a brick pattern, but blocks rather than sure, bricks. Sure. the brick seemed a bit complicated. Obviously it's very, very old, but it does appear to be deliberately made and, and well made with tools, especially yeah. the window with an arch and everything over it. Can well you made. see
1: the floor?
0: It's again mostly overgrown, and given the age mm-hmm. of the place, it's got lots of little holes in it, it looks like it's, it's rotten. Now that it's well illuminated and looking, you can actually, at the far end of the room from where you are, you can see what appears to be a staircase leading down.
2: Seemingly, it's not too far down the floor, a couple of feet.
0: Yeah, it's two foot below. The I image. shall
2: probe with a staff to see if it's how sturdy it feels.
0: It seems okay. I'm not thumping, which would make noise. I'm just pushing down, basically. Yeah. The the, the ground seems you wouldn't necessarily want to jump <coughs> off, but under yeah. the you know a bit of effort from a staff. It doesn't seem to be buckling or obviously falling away.
2: Something.
3: Okay, I should go first. I clearly am the strongest, so I'm going to leap into the well. You know.
2: There's nothing better than putting the bulkiest member of the party on an unsteady surface yes. first.
3: <clears throat> well, I'm leaping in. Excellent. He's um, leaping
0: in then. You, <laughs> in, you land quite heavily, and you hear quite a pained groaning of the floorboards underneath you. Do you do anything about this? Uh.
3: No. I think it holds me.
0: It doesn't. <laughs> Pan can do your feet completely buckles and snaps under it, so you fall rather awkwardly with one foot has gone through the floor.
3: Back up with a vine that's growing there.
0: Can I aid? Okay, so yeah, there could be a root hanging. He can pull himself back up and you can assist him. Pulling yourself back out will be a strength. It, it, it's defy danger with strength. You would also get a... How many bonds have you got with Rurudor? Just one. Just one. So you'd also get another plus one because Merith is helping you out.
2: While you're doing that, I'm watching the ladder... Uh, sorry, 10, the stairs.
3: 11
0: she managed to get back out and are now standing a bit more steadily on the ground. It seems okay. It seems be enough.
3: I will warn my companions that the floor appears to be rotten. You
0: clearly know nothing about this world and I must educate you.
1: see on the floor if there's any kind of way of seeing like where there are joists sort of holding up towards that might be more sturdy or if not to go right uh, around the edge where it might be now
0: different. that ruidor has put a hole in it <laughs> you can actually sort of get a good idea of he's stepped on a bit of floorboard where there was no supports and you can you can get a rough idea of where you think the joists are so can i move okay.
1: very carefully across to the staircase
0: made a point of asking for joists and everything i won't be in so you you get across easily to the staircase the staircase is also wooden it looks intact. It's old and possibly a bit rotten, but it, it's not fallen apart. Okay.
1: Well, I will very careful. I'll try, test each step yep. as I go. Can I hear anything? Does it sound like anybody's heard us falling? Okay. Make a
0: disunianities roll before you start with downstairs. Uh, yeah, that yeah. is Vizdom, I think. wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. Uh
1: Yes. 12.
0: You can go ahead now, questions if you wish. Okay.
1: Uh, what should I be on the lookout for?
0: Be the- Stonework certainly up here, you don't know what it's going to be like when you go down the stairs, but certainly up here, the stonework is horribly overgrown essentially, where roots have come through and moss has grown, mortar is coming apart. You, mm-hmm. You're not sure of the structural stability, the structural oh, integrity gosh. of the building. I was going to say, here.
2: it's the pressure of the earth around it,
1: might be better, okay. here is useful or valuable to me
0: in this room. Now that you're in here and you've sort of crossed the room and you're closer to the stairs, you're closer to like the opposite wall of the room, you can see actually under some of the moss and overgrowth, there are what appear to be tapestries. Certainly the ones up here are completely ruined, but it looks like this once upon a time was quite a well-appointed place. Okay.
1: What is about to happen?
0: That's probably a good You think the stairs are fine. You aren't worried about them collapsing, you think they should be structurally fine. You get the impression that this is the tower of a probably a larger building, so you think you're going to end up finding a larger area and that there's probably going to be some sort of den of rat people in here. Hmm. You have no idea how many.
1: Okay. okay. Well, I will carefully descend.
0: So you can go down the stairs Kathy. What's Inky doing?
1: Uh, Inky is coming with me, okay. but staying just, probably <laughs> yeah. just
3: behind.
0: I-, I better come down a second because I've got the light. What about you, Rudor?
3: Well, I will follow. I think it's a bit silly that I'm not going first, but I know Merith has keen instinct, so I'm happy for her to lead.
0: Okay, you find yourself <clears throat> in a similarly shaped room.
3: It's a giant lighthouse.
0: With the light of Emery's staff, the, that there is what appears to be a... Army of Ratmen? <laughs> yes, Army <of> <laughs> It would have once upon a time been a door, but the door itself has rotted away, and there is sort of an opening... Also of note is that the floor here is no longer wooden, isn't it? You're now on what appears to be a stonework floor. Right,
1: so this is probably the bottom story.
0: There was no signs of there being a further story above this one, so, was there? There was no, there was no staircase yeah. in the going up. Sure. I didn't think to look for a trap. Uh, is there
1: anything yeah. else in this room? other? I mean, is, is it overgrown uh, as above? Or is it's it not less?
0: as overgrown as above. Still quite heavily overgrown. There's still roots protruding certainly from the top of the room. I assume it's but, more roots than actual normal undergrowth. It's because there's no light. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, there are roots here, but there seem to be less. So probably because you're deeper, yeah. the trees nearby, the roots just don't go that deep. Again, there are a couple of tapestries in here. They appear to be in, in better condition actually, but not valuable condition. But what seems, scenes do they show? As best you can make out, it looks like a battle. Ooh, how intact is it? It's not that intact, but but certainly you can see there seems to be an important figure, one side of the tapestry, overlooking <coughs> lots of smaller figures, probably like a general or something like that.
2: Okay, examining exactly, it with a light closer, does the, do the figures look human?
0: I mean, this, not in good, this one at least, maybe if you go further in you'll find better ones, but, but they appear to be humanoids. Humanoid. But it's in terrible condition. Was so it so, armoured? You think so, but the colours and everything have faded from this significantly.
1: Should we see what's through the doorway?
0: Yeah, it's a shame we can't make for more of the tapestry, it's interesting.
1: There might be more inside, I mean, yeah. it looks like it's sort of quite bad condition. Yeah, that's fair so there enough. There might be others if it's a bit more sheltered inside. Okay, let's
0: take a look then. So you're going to stack through this door into the next...
1: Put the light through, maybe, and Yeah, see, sure. So. Um, how does Inky seem? Is he... I don't know whether or not I would expect him to react to things, uh, I mean...
0: Inky... He's following you. He's he's sniffing at things because this is strange. You've not really been <laughs> underground with him very often, so he's sort of like sniffing at the tapestry and then he's sniffing at some roots over in one corner. He's he seems to be curious about things we just didn't seem he doesn't afraid. Seem concerned. So you are going through to the next room. Yes, uh, let's take a look, I feel the Carefully, quietly. This room's partly caved in, not quite significantly caved in. So <laughs> like it
1: was a recent cave in or
0: Yes, actually, this looks like recently disturbed earth, so probably the earthquake has caused right. more damage in it's past further as a result. So what's interesting about this room is that there appears to be pews, maybe. That would be a very good description of what they are.
3: Hey. Oh, is there an evil altar at the far end? There's
0: not an altar, so that's sort of like a broken pew there. Yeah, it's part of. Just block away, I suppose. There's stone pews. Say Again, it's very musty in here, but this area now, apart from the fact there's been a cave, and actually seems to be much more intact than the tower. There's not a altar, but there is a sort of, I think for lack of a better term, a raised stage area at the bottom. A mm. dais! Sort of on the very limits of your light. Your light yeah. basically illuminates maybe the first two pews. Okay, shall I take a look?
3: Yes, let's take a look.
0: Who, who was leading the way into the
2: room? Is it yourself with the staff? Since so nothing seems to be waiting, waiting to leak out on me, I'm going with the light. Yeah. Emery, make A. Distinct reality So oh, wonderful! And the worst of this,
3: Excellent. Emery is clearly not suited for the like <laughs> <a> wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's actually
2: not too bad. Nine, I know, you know, yes. ask
0: one question. What is about to happen? You think yes. the glinting eyes you can see beyond the limit of your lights yes. but you can see with eyes reflecting the lights. you think they're going to attack you. Looks like we've got company, everybody. Based on what you can see, there are at least sort of two or three of them, but it's obviously poorly lit here. You don't know really how many there are. Okay, then, Nature Boy. Did you
3: just call me Nature Boy?
2: It's possible. Do you know all about uh, working in the wilderness? What's the correct response when faced by three hostile rat things?
3: Are they hostile at this point, though? That's the question. I have a feeling
0: that we're about to attack.
3: They are merely defending their home.
0: <laughs> One of them hurls some sort of crude javelin <laughs> towards the doorway where you are stood. Ruedo, what do you do with this javelin? <laughs> Hurdles towards you. I'm sure it's just how they say hello.
3: I will try and dodge the javelin.
0: <laughs> As you try to dive to the side, make a dexterity roll. What?
3: 11...
0: You easily sidestep the, the javelin, it hits the wall to one side and clatters to the floor harmlessly, and they chitter in an agitated fashion. I'm um, preemptively define danger by taking cover behind a pew. You can take cover behind a pew. <laughs> I like have, thinking this as
2: an intelligent player of um, find danger. The way
0: the game models damage that you effectively can is if you have armour, because you're in cover. Okay. So I'll say a stone pew is plus two armour. Yeah, Okay. Merith, what are you doing now? Is <clears> your <throat> companions seem to be bickering?
1: <laughs> well, they're clearly aggressive, so I'm gonna head in with my sword out and aim for the closest one.
0: So you are actually leaping over a few and charging towards well, them. Well not
1: quite that dramatically, but yes, I am heading towards them.
3: How overgrown is this room, Ben?
0: Quite overgrown, you think you could probably exert some influence upon it?
3: That's what I wanted to know. So you're
0: moving you're you're charging one of them with your sword, you're going on the offensive.
1: I think I'm getting, sort of, yeah, I'm getting to the middle. I'm, I'm waiting to see how many of them there are, because I can only see okay. like, a couple of them at the moment. Yeah. If you, if As you move further across think. the room,
0: it's still hard to see, because of the lights, but you can certainly see there's at least another one back here. You can also, actually, now that you're closer, you can actually see, there appears to be, like, a door, again, another doorway here, at the sort of back of the stage area. Oh, I see. Now that you're closer, in fact, the one closest, he leaps towards you, swinging what appears to be a hatchet.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to try and knock the <coughs> hatchet out of his hand.
0: Okay. While this is going on, I'm watching. So, if any if any
2: another one tries to leap at her as well, I'll try and intercept it with a blast of magic. Okay. I will say,
0: make a strength roll, because unfortunately, that's how melee combat works. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, that's ten then.
0: Yes, you easily hit him in the wrist, and um, he gets out of sh- uh, a, a sword. Scourger. Roll your damage, which will be on your character sheet. Eight. So, roll your damage to see what you do to him. Three. Three. He yowls, drops the hatchet, and he he sort of frantically scurries back away from you.
3: Do I know which one threw the spear?
0: The one on the stage.
3: Okay, well, I would like to call upon the forces of nature to just encourage the vines to wrap themselves around that thing and gathering the primal energies that permeate the world. Unleash the forces of nature upon a nearby target, describe it and deal 1d6 damage.
0: Make a wisdom roll first, we'll say. 10! Yeah, so 10, it succeeds without any side
3: effects. 5 damage.
0: The vines wrap around his arms, one of them wraps around his throat, (laughs) and he is gasping. Are you trying to kill him? I think I'm just trying to incapacitate him. I'll say it chokes him until his body goes limp and you think he's been choked unconscious. Yeah. These two are both charging towards Merith now, because they've just seen you wound their companion. They're both running at you. Magical Intercept. With what spell you cast? Uh, magic
2: Missile. It's the only offensive I have. A 1911. Yes. Awesome. Okay, roll for damage. Seven. Awesome. Can I like, launch them from my staff as well? Yeah. Maybe there's a weird variation. that When, it, when the staff happens to be lit,
0: it looks like the fire itself becomes the Magic Missile. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> strange variation. Two of them are running towards her. To what you're blasting one of them with a magic missile. Yes. Seven actually doesn't <laughs> blow a hole in his chest as significantly, <laughs> but he is very clearly dead. Okay. This thing seems to be supercharged at the moment. It's not normally doing this well. <laughs> the other one, however, does now swing its axe down on Merith. I'm
1: going to try and step out of the way.
0: Would you like to defy danger <laughs> using dexterity?
1: Certainly would.
2: Apologies, I don't really have any non lethal responses to being attacked, guys. <sighs>
1: Six. Oh.
0: oh, unfortunately, his hatchet bites down into your Seriously? shoulder. And oh Would you like to roll a d6 to see how much damage it does to you? I
1: rolled a
0: two. He brings his hatchet down on your shoulder. Luckily, your leather armour reduces the damage, but you do take one point of damage. Ow. He hits you, looks his left, and sees his friend dead <laughs> on the floor, and he's like, oh. <laughs> Are oh. you going to retaliate to Yes. With I don't loss. want to kill
1: him. He's too cute.
0: He did just stab you with a cleaver. He did
1: just stab you. Okay.
0: While you're pondering, Absolutely. this other one, the one that you already hit, moves across to the, to the side slightly and starts throwing rocks at you.
1: Fine, I'm going to stab <laughs> the one in front of me.
0: <laughs> okay, first of all, the fire danger to not be hit by a rock. Right. Oh, okay. on, never <laughs> you don't get hit by a rock, but you actually have to back up, so you're now out of melee, and so you can't immediately attack this other one. However, Ruidor has uh, to leap into the fridge.
3: Yes. I want to vault in using my staff as a pole vault. <laughs> awesome. okay, so you
0: vault over <laughs> one of the few.
3: I'm, I'm probably clump
2: behind the other few.
3: I want to hit this thing with my staff.
0: Meredith is just backed out the way to avoid hitting a rock, and you leap into the space and swing your staff down at this overconfident... So is
2: this, is this a case of do what I say, not what I do, then, when you're telling me that shouldn't be so aggressive? Yes. <laughs> so
0: uh, it sounds to me like you're doing a hack and slash. Eight... You swing your staff down, you hit him quite heavily in the, in, in the head, you can roll for damage. Three damage. damage. And you have hit him, unfortunately he was coming up underneath and he's jammed the, the, the sort of blade of his axe into your your stomach. What did six to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's basically that you vaulted into his axe and then <laughs> rolled the staff down on him. Damn. Um, Do you have any armor, Matt? I have no armor. He's not dead, but but, but he seems a bit stunned and off sorts. This other one is now changing targets and is going to throw rocks at you mm-hmm. because Merith has fled. He no longer sees Merith as a threat, but he did just see you club one of his companions' head. So there's a rock hurtling towards your skull. I it's will a- duck. Okay. Would you like to defy danger in an appropriate way? Ten and, on the clarity. Absolutely fine. This one now, mm-hmm. slowly gaining consciousness, is starting to back away. What are you doing, Henry? Well, in a fight, apart from
2: using magic, I'm not of much help. However, it's probably, yeah, I don't really have any way of disabling it, unfortunately. I will actually advance, basically, rather than carrying behind here anymore, I'm going to make a show of advancing because it might intimidate them as well. So, obviously, I'll stand up with a big flaming staff at hell and I'll, yeah. I'll blast off another magic missile at
0: the uh, guy throwing rocks. I'm going to say, actually, that what you're doing is, is parley. Essentially, parley can double for intimidation. Okay, so make a charisma roll. Your leverage is the fact that you can see one of them to death. Six. Okay. They're not impressed. They're not, you, you sort of raise, uh, raise your staff mightily, and uh, uh, um, oh, oh, oh. where you're doing that, you will get to be at yourself. but this one decides to change targets and throws a rock at you. Wonderful. <laughs>
2: okay, well, I'll turn to blasting because he's the one I was going for anyway, because he's throwing rocks at people. Okay. So, they're ones.
0: Okay, So that's four with the plus two. <laughs> uh, so your magic missile veers off, and yeah. the rock is coming towards your head. Can I very quickly try and magic missile the rock? I'll let you defy danger with oh, intelligence. Okay,
2: cool. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes, but not well.
0: Okay, so basically what you do is as the rock is hurtling towards you, that's what threw you off, basically. And at the last moment, you sort of veer slightly, and tell your bottle bed hit the rock, and it like explodes in the air. As Merith is in between you, she gets showered in a little bit of dust. Oh. Merith, what do you want to do okay. Not my like just, uh, and brush the dust out of your hair?
1: I am going to swap my sword for Don't my you. bow, I think.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. So you draw your bow. Are you going to, I mean, you're a ranger. I think Legolas, you just like unsling your bow and loose an arrow and yeah, one quick go, I think. Who who are you using the arrow at? The
1: one that's throwing rocks.
0: The one that's throwing rocks. He's doing your head in now, obviously. My Um, my
1: hair. I have dust in
0: my hair. Oh my God. Do you have any (laughs) idea how long it takes to make my wild, dreadlock hair look this good? (laughs) Make a volley. Eight. That is a hit. However, there is a side effect. On volley, there are three options. and You need to pick one of those.
1: I'm going to move to get the shot.
0: You've drawn your bow, you've jumped forward onto this bit of stone pew yeah. that's there, so, and you, you're basically aiming your bow down and shooting <laughs> an arrow at him. Based on where he is, he's actually slightly behind one of these things. Yeah, so fine. let's say he's taken cover and you've left up high, so you've got the angle. So roll for damage.
1: Two.
0: That is actually because he's already injured enough to finish him off. He's already missing a hand. Oh. Now you chopped it off earlier. <laughs> actually, you didn't chop it off, but you mutilated his hand. Oh. Um, and now you've just put an arrow through his skull. I'm sorry, don't And lie. he lets out a a, a, a pain <clears throat> squeal as like he breathes his last. <sighs> this last one. So he's slightly dazed, but he, he is clambering up onto the stage and he is making his way to the door. And he sort of throws his weight against the door and it starts to open. And if you're doing anything to stop him.
1: Can I shoot him? Yeah. <laughs> We're all
2: going to bust at the same time. If it all goes wrong, it's because they all hit each other in midair. Eleven.
1: <laughs> that was presumably volley again. Um, and twelve. Both
0: of you are all damaged. Five. Four. Four. Okay, so actually, what happens is just before the arrow hits him, the magic arrow hits your arrow, and basically your arrow explodes, and he basically uh, effectively comes with a shotgun blast into his <laughs> back. <laughs> Battered
3: bits of metal and wood oh, just yeah. <laughs> traps into the door, and <laughs> then sort of slowly <laughs> slides oh. down. I need to meditate to heal myself.
1: <laughs> it's not really the time.
3: <laughs> yes, any time is the time for me to meditate. I will basically just go into a healing trance.
1: My next companions are going to not meditate. Yeah, but, but you did it when you were supposed to be on watch. He's now doing it in the middle of a fight. No, that?
0: He's nervous. So he took us by surprise. Uh-huh. You feel extra, don't you?
3: Well, I roll twice and take the best roll. I will take the six, yes. That will heal me back up. Okay. But I will finish meditating.
0: So you're here with three, possibly four, dead rat people. One of those grabbed of the vine just choked until he stopped moving. You don't really know what's happened to him. Well, Mexico. why don't we investigate that first? Let's see if this thing's still alive. And that is where we will leave our heroes for the time being. If you want to get in touch with us for anything at all, then our website... Fumblepodcast.com has contact details on it. The music you heard at the introduction, and that is just starting to play again, was put together by Christopher Backlid. Details are on our website. Thank you for listening. We hope you come back for episode three.